0: And welcome to the Anomaly Presents podcast, the podcast about. Oh, wait, I got to change this up, don't I? The podcast about the movies that you're going to see at the fourth annual Anomaly Film Festival, November 3rd through the 6th, the Little Theater, historic, beautiful Rochester, New York. Get pumped. It's my favorite episode of the year. I know it's yours too. You're going to hear about all the amazing stuff that we've got planned for you. Well, not all of it. We got to keep some of it in our back pocket. Um, but yeah, so here we are. It's the best episode of the year, in my opinion. Um, I'm not going to deliberate about this too long. I want to jump right in with both feet. So I'm going to introduce our podcast for the night. Uh, I will start with uh, Mr. Dan Howell.
1: Hey, everybody.
0: And it's, it's, it's a gang of three tonight. We've got our programming director, the man, the myth, the legend, the king, the god of this shit, the reason you show up for this. He puts so much time into this festival. He gets the best films on this planet, puts them up on a screen at the little. It's
2: Mr. Adam Lubito. Oh man, I don't know if I could live up to that. I feel like it's a lot of pressure. <laughs> but I feel like that goes both ways. If people if there's something people don't like, they're like it's all it's all his fault. <laughs> he, he did this to
0: us. There's at least one movie in the lineup this this year that we can blame on someone else. so we can go that direction. <laughs> We'll we'll point them otherwise if it happens it won't because we have an absolutely oh my god how to, I don't even know how to describe it um, so I figure the way we'll do this this year as we often do uh, we'll go chronologically does that sound okay
1: yeah let's way? do it we'll do kind of the, cause that's how my notes are so yeah
0: we'll do our <laughs> festival rundown I did mention before we start November third uh, it's uh, I think we're, we'll be putting this up this week so it's. A week from today is when we're starting. Not to get you guys too anxious about it, but that's when it's going. So on Thursday, November third, we've got uh, two films scheduled at 6:15 p.m. We've got the uh, the latest sci-fi mind bender from Benson and Moorhead. It's called Something in the Dirt. Who wants to tell us about Something in the Dirt?
1: I, I'm I'm going to give this one up because it is one of like three I didn't get to see the screeners of. So I will be enjoying this with the audience.
2: Ooh, well then I guess that will be me then. I will talk about the film. <laughs> um, as, as you introduce. this is the latest from Benson and Moorhead, uh, two filmmakers who I have come to really enjoy. Um, they've kind of made a name for themselves with... Indie, sci-fi, cosmic horror films. Um, they did a film I really love called Spring, which was like a rom- ma- romance meets Lovecraft, um, as amazing as that, as that sounds. Um, and this is their latest uh, sort of staying in their wheelhouse with unusual happenings. Um, it stars the two of them as well, uh, as new neighbors who sort of uncover... Some possibly supernatural happenings, and decide that their ticket to fame, fortune, and happiness is is documenting that phenomenon and getting it on film and making a documentary about it. And as you may guess, because there's a movie from there, uh, things don't go as planned. It's not. Oh, it
0: was just a raccoon in the dumpster, and that's it.
1: <laughs> that wily raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> it's mostly the plot of the great outdoors yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> so I have not seen this either so I am very much looking forward to checking it out Dan and I are going to be going in fresh the trailer if you want to see it it's on an anomalyfilmfest.com backslash 2022 festival all of the films that we're going to discuss tonight are there and there's a link uh, there's a link in our, our show notes if you want to see that individually also there's a link there that you can purchase your tickets because that's the only way you'll get in
1: Mm-hmm. or a full-season, full-festival full, season, full, full festival pass. Those if, are your options. If you
0: really want to get funky with it, it's the best deal in town. Um,
1: it really is. Because we've got
0: so much. And you know what? We'll revisit that after we get to the end, because people are going to want to after we're done talking about these.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think everybody's going to want a full-festival pass.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I mean, yeah, who wouldn't?
0: Following that at 9.15 on Thursday, November 3rd, it's... Friday, the 13th, part three. In 3D on 35
1: millimeter. Heck yeah.
0: I did a little bit of research and I can't be 100% sure because I'm not that great at it. Also, it's probably not that well documented. (laughs) So I am... I am seventy-five percent confident in the half-ass research that I did. This could possibly be the first time that Friday the Thirteenth Part Three, three D, has been screened in Rochester since its original theatrical
2: run. Could be. I mean, I believe it. You've said it, so I trust you, Matt. So, so uh, what I've I mean, learned now, it's true.
0: <laughs> what I've learned in my my years of podcasting is, uh, if you say it with enough confidence, it's true. So I'm going to go out and say, this is the first time that you'll be able to see. Friday the 13th, Part 3, in 3D, on 35mm, Thursday, November 3rd, 9.15pm at the Little Theater, with Anomaly Film Festival, Fright Rags, and Saturday Night Rewind.
1: I mean, you can't go wrong with this. So we jammed as many threes into your Thursday night as possible.
0: You know what? From now on, I think we call it Thursday Night. Yes!
1: Change approved! There it is. It's November 3rd. Friday the 13th part three in 3d on 35 millimeter anomaly fright rags Saturday rewind three it's
0: the rule of three presenting
1: it this is amazing it's great also dang in film great entry in in the Friday franchise you know
2: and the best theme song you will find oh my god it's Friday the 13th film So no contest
1: it's, good it's fantastic it really is so good I, I, so good and rumor has it there may even be a soundtrack related giveaway taking place in person oh is that right um, at our 3d screening so maybe you want to come check it out maybe you might win something Are we, maybe you uh, might maybe there's two things
2: maybe even more i'm pretty sure we have a whole plethora of things we're going to give away That's so. true
1: so you should, we'll should want to be and there find out because we're not going to spoil them but you're going to want them Promise.
0: <laughs> this is what I love about our festival. We don't tell you everything, but there's mm-hmm. just enough little things here, just enough little little extra morsels
1: to, You want to be there to savor
0: while you're watching the the film Friday the Thirteenth Part Three in 3D. That's a lot of threes.
1: It's a lot of threes. What, what
0: else do we want to yeah. say about the? I don't want to get into all the details. Although, Adam, if you want to, we can. Um, but the technological undertaking to make this happen. And the amount of pieces that go into making this happen—unbelievable. It, it's probably, it, I, I, like I say, I don't want to get fully into detail, but probably the most work that's gone into a screening for anomaly. Would you say? Oh,
2: yeah, by far. <laughs> uh, the the little has had their techs come in, uh, working on their projector projectors, making sure this could happen, like every day, uh, for weeks now, testing and making sure that this is going to be amazing. So yeah, I'm stoked about it, especially I've, I've wanted to screen this movie uh, in this format for years. And so I am so excited that we're finally going to make it happen uh, for its 40th anniversary this year. Um, It's yeah, I'm, I am so stoked about this.
0: It's going to be so great. I
2: am super
0: looking forward to it. Uh, What's your favorite 3d gag in the film?
2: Oh, I feel like I don't know. I do. We, I mean, there are so many, but I also do. We want to spoil oh, them. I feel like point. that's part of the surprise. The things fly out of the screen at you. That's I mean, the eyeballs point. and spears and
1: so many things.
2: Yeah, God only knows what.
1: Who
0: knows what? You'll you'll never know until you come. So please do. So yeah, that's anomalies, fright rags, Saturday night rewinds, Friday the 13th 40th anniversary part three 3d it's a long way to get there but we got there uh <laughs> <laughs> thursday november 3rd th- nine fifteen p.m don't miss out uh again anomalyfilmfest.com for more details so that's our our first night's lineup we, two films we start a little early we get you out you know probably close to midnight And then we start right back in again on Friday the 4th for what is maybe one of the most anticipated films of the the festival. Uh, The 4th at 5.30 p.m., Skinnamarink, the U.S. premiere of Skinnamarink. The U.S. premiere that we didn't even realize we had until like this week.
1: How about that? The
0: the director actually let us know days ago. (laughs) Like. Hey, you guys had the U.S. premiere, and we went. Holy shit, that's awesome! <laughs> um, so it, it's a really special thing because I feel like this is one of those films that um, people are going to be talking about, um, mm-hmm. it, and I think it's going to have some some notoriety once more people get to see it. Uh, it's going to get a lot of a lot of word of mouth. So what you can be is the person that starts that conversation, and not the person that's just nodding and going, "Wow, that sounds crazy." Um, what What do we want to say about it?
2: Uh, I will say this is one that uh, when uh, I screened it uh, with Matt, we watched it and we we're like, we have to show that. That is unlike anything we have seen before. And I feel like that's ideally what we're looking for when we show films at this festival. like we this is not this is totally unique. Uh, uh, in this case, a horror film. Uh, done in a way that I've never seen done before. Um, It's, yeah, it's creepy and it gets under your skin. Um, It made me afraid of the dark. And when we were done watching, like walking around the house, I was jumping at shadows and that doesn't often happen. This movie did it.
1: I mean, if that doesn't sell you, what, what will?
0: Absolutely. Uh, I don't know that I can say any more than
1: that. Yeah. I mean, this is one of, this is the second of three that I did not screen, but I was charged with the task of downloading the film today, (laughs) um, which I had to do in my basement, plugged into (laughs) Armono, because that's where it's located. um, And just checking that, like, it played straight through. I was like, I'm not even watching this, and I'm already a little, little anxious about it. Also, I'm in the basement, which doesn't help. Uh, it all felt very appropriate for this film, based on the terrifying descriptions <laughs> that I've received. I'm super excited to see this.
2: Uh, this is another one that the trailer does a great job telling you exactly the movie you're getting. It's um, intense, y'all.
0: I, I was just going to say, when, when I tell people about the film, it's so hard to explain, mm-hmm. but I'll pull the trailer up on my phone and I will hand it to them. And, and there's one of two responses uh, that you'll get. And it's usually, oh my God, that looks amazing. <laughs> or, oh my God, I'll never sleep again. So it's one of those two. Uh, yeah.
1: And both can be true.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So find out for yourself. It's Friday, November 4th, 5.30 p.m. Sneak out of work five minutes early. Hop down to the Little and check it out. And uh, yeah, be the first, I mean, in the first audience in the United States to have seen it.
1: U.S. premiere. Right here, y'all. We're bringing it to you. It's going to be exciting.
0: It, yeah. I'm, I'm so excited to see what everybody's reaction to it. It's one of those. Where yeah. We've had those in past yeah. years where I'm like, I'm excited to to see the movie and I'm also excited to see everybody as they walk out of the theater.
2: I was going to say, this is one. Yeah. I'm excited to be outside the theater doors as people come out and be like, what'd you think?
1: (laughs) (laughs) You can't leave until we talk about it. (laughs) I
2: I imagine
0: there's going to be some folks lingering in the lobby um, to discuss. Uh, And I look forward to having those conversations at 8 p.m and And for those of you watching at home, I'm going to switch so it's not quite as Halloweeny anymore ah. at eight p m Friday November fourth Hugh Sarah, a uh, mexican slash peruvian ho- f- I, 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 modern folk horror about mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. about becoming a mom
1: mm-hmm. I'd say that's a um, very accurate just
2: I feel like there have been some great horror movies about motherhood, and this ranks right up there with the best of them.
1: Absolutely.
0: This, I, I mean, I feel weird talking about it because clearly I'm, I'm not a mom, and, and, but it, it very much tracks in conversations I've had with, with new moms. Um, including my own wife, you know, where, where there's like this, this feeling where everything's changing and you, you, you want to make sure you keep your identity, you know, and, and stay true to yourself in, in while you're, you're creating this kind of new version of yourself for, for your kid. And it kind of plays into that with, um, a lot of, um, crunch,
2: I guess. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) The, the sound design of this one is just, excellent mm,
1: it's perfect i mean
2: uh, yeah yeah it's got really? some some excellent body horror going on
1: yeah yeah for being like a, a a folk horror there's also a lot of body horror in this and it's oh yeah. really good like it's really good like i mean i really like body horror but this is like top notch it's great like i'm s- still uncomfortable weeks after screening it yeah so good
0: our friends out at, at Beyond Fest out in LA, they they heard we were screening this, and the, and the note we got back from from a friend of ours was, uh, "Play this as loud as you fucking can." Um, <laughs> so, if we can you get pass, that good crunch, yeah, if we can pass <laughs> that note along to Roy, um, <laughs>
1: crank it. Oh God, why? <laughs> yeah. Um, This was a tough one to watch with headphones on, I'll be honest I
0: I can Um, imagine That's a level of immersion that would be difficult
1: It's a lot, right? (laughs) It was a lot But it's really good It's really good
0: Yeah, I I recommend if you go out in between films Don't order chicken wings Um. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on to our final feature of the night uh, it is ten fifteen p.m. Uh, it, th- and I love the way that we did this, right? Because Skin kind of plays on on your your fears of of your childhood to a certain extent. Huesera plays on your your fears as a uh, an adult starting a family, and then we pull the ripcord and get to TV. Um, where I, I was talking to to my brother earlier about this one, and I said it's kind of it's made for folks that are, were kind of raised on late nineties, early two thousands, late night TV and also Mr. Show and kids in the hall with a very horror bent. Um, I feel like that would be a very long log line for the poster, but that's kind of my, my elevator pitch for it.
1: Um, but it would also be very appropriate for the poster of this movie that it would be too long.
2: And that's absolutely true.
1: Cause that's what it is. <laughs>
0: for me the the thing that got me about this is we watched this all together i think there were what 10 of us in the room watching it
2: probably yeah probably
0: i don't think we've laughed as hard all together at a film as we did with this one
2: that's probably
1: true
0: like i think the longest and the loudest we've ever laughed at a film was was this one yeah as a group. So if you consider yourself to be as twisted as as we are, um,
1: (laughs) we're sorry.
2: (laughs) Also, you're, you're really going to like for you. (laughs) But I, I also feel like this is so totally up anomalies alley. Like it's weird and inventive and it's filled with menacing puppets. Like that is absolutely what we're all about. Uh, and i also feel like we should know that i think this is the first film we screened that is the uh been expanded from a short that we screened previously oh, yeah. uh we showed uh the short last year one eight 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 five blue you yeah. i think uh, i think yeah we're yeah. taking eight there i think yeah
0: it, it ran before after blue right I yes is that correctly yeah
2: yep um Um, and this is the expanded version of that into feature form um it's incredible
1: yeah and it's i mean it's just i mean like it's a crazy anthology ish yeah film which is it's like an an anthology anthology adjacent um it's not not an anthology uh but yes, yes. If you remember the the short from last year, uh, if you were there in the theater and you saw it, it was uh, the one with... Um, Monster Girl. Monster Girl. <laughs> we'll call her. Uh, working for an illicit phone service, if you will. It was, it um, was a
0: phone sex hotline. We can say that, it was, I think, right? It was
1: a phone sex line. It's great. <laughs> yeah. um, so that's back in this. Um, and... Uh, this is what it grew into, and it's great. And it's not it's not even the whole thing. There's more like that for a feature film. There, and it's all a friggin' treat.
0: There's a, a musical number featuring candy corn. Yeah. Um some really great parody commercials.
1: Um, I, I'm a sucker for really good parody commercials in any form. Oh yeah. These are so good. Um it and very similar to the um uh, from the first year. Um oh now I'm going to blank on the name of it. Uh VHS. VHS? Oh, yeah.
0: Um
1: a lot of similar vibes with that. Um yeah. in in, ter- okay. it, in in terms of the well done parodies. Not much else. Um <laughs> <laughs> But there's a lot, like just really good, and like, and like Matt said, just great late night nineties insanity
0: this is yeah, if you were a fan of of Up All Night, I feel like this is oh, super yes. up your alley if if you were ever you know, if Rhonda Shear was ever a household name for you, <laughs> this is a film for
1: you. you need to show up for this,
2: and that that's the end of
0: Friday, I
1: think,
2: right. Man, is it, I will just interject that I feel like we should also mention ahead of, of tv we have Meet Friend. Yes, Meet um, Friend from our good friend Izzy Lee. Who? Yay! Ha, have we screened one of her films every year, or is there one that we haven't? We've had, screened at least three of her shorts now. No, um, I, I, and they're all bonkers, and I love them so much. I think we're so four for four.
0: I'm pretty sure. I think so. I'm pretty sure. If not, we'll. Say, it's a podcast. We've screened four of her her, her films.
1: <laughs> she, <laughs> it's official. Now we have. She is yes. our <laughs> our
0: filmmaking MVP. She she's yeah. an annual staple of the Anomaly Film Festival because uh, yeah, she's the best. Our vibes are exactly the same.
1: Yeah, we want to show them. The audience wants to see them, and Izzy delivers. It's great. It's and good, this is a good opportunity to mention that also there's a short before every feature film. Dan, I
2: was just going to yes. say the exact same thing.
1: Ha, ha.
2: So, We deliver value for your ticket. Yeah.
0: That's right. We, we've got a very old school vaudeville sentimentality and uh, mentality. We'll, we'll double up on that and tell you <laughs> the only thing you don't get is a newsreel ahead of our shows. We we have your feature. It's not yet. yet. We'll get there eventually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You have your feature, and then you have your, your your short preceding it. Slurp is running ahead of Something in the Dirt on Thursday at 6.15. Uh, we've got Blossom and the Decrepit Man, uh, which is very... Uh, fun is an interesting word to use, but interesting uh, short. Um, I had a Skinnamarink, Stuck, um, which uh, I, I think Vanessa really uh, was disturbed by... <laughs> Um, <laughs> deliver which is very thematic thematically appropriate for you Sarah that is, um
1: is don't that's don't, a one-two punch yes
0: <laughs> for sure. sure depending on your mom don't bring her to that show Um <laughs> or do or do like <laughs> it, it's up to you Like, you could have a real bonding moment or not Um uh, or, or,
1: or really start working some stuff out <laughs> it could be too it could be too right
0: so <laughs> yeah, and then the aforementioned meet friend Izzy Lee, our our, our good friend and, and filmmaker emeritus of, of Anomaly, we should really make special laurels for the, the <gasps> Izzy Lee yes. films we present every year. That needs to happen. Can, can we do just a version of our logo with Izzy's name in it? I feel like that's the move.
2: <laughs> we can absolutely make that happen. Do we? Do
0: we have any sure. designers on staff that could mock that up quick? <laughs> Maybe one or two. <laughs> Speaking of shorts, because I'm I'm good at Segways I've been doing podcasts for a minute, so I, I've learned these things. Um, <laughs> on Saturday, November fifth, Saturday, November fifth, eleven a.m. The surreal and spooky Saturday Shorts. It's our shorts program. Uh, traditionally, uh, one of the the favorites of the 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 festival, right? It's uh, twelve shorts from around the world. Um, These are the ones that that we've literally scoured the globe looking for the the best in in short genre films, Um, screening hundreds of short films to to bring these 12 to you. Um, And I think we picked, as always, a a good batch. Uh, It it starts with an animated short called Welcome. Anybody want to talk about Welcome?
1: Yeah. Welcome. It's... I don't even. I don't even just one of my favorite shorts. uh, We're showing this year. It's animated. It's it's like sweet and spooky. Um, It's got like like slight Burton vibes to it. It's got a Frankenweenie sense about it, Um, but also mannequins and ah, it's so good. It's so well done.
0: Following that, we've got ruta highway in parenthetical it's an argentinian short um that's got a bit of a a twilight zone vibe for me um really well shot i think the the cinematography is excellent in it and it's a a fun creepy little story Mm
2: -hmm. yeah it's it's a solid solid ghost story Uh, yeah short and sweet in the best creepy way
1: yeah lots of red lighting
2: yes I am a sucker for some red lighting.
1: It's so good. It, it puts me in the Those mind. gels.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. All I, the gels. So <laughs>
1: They're all left over from Death by Temptation last year. And
0: <laughs> Death by Temptation and early Instagram filters is, is the <laughs> mind I have. Which... Um, what was What was the other one before that? what that that came with all the cool filters and they look like vintage cameras
1: anyway, oh, hipstomatic.
0: That's the one. Oh uh, yeah, it's got a very hipstomatic Oh yeah. done. Good pull. That,
1: that was impressive. Good thing I can remember that, but not much else. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, why, that's
0: why we love you, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> you remember more than I could <laughs> <laughs> uh, following uh, Ruta, we have Upya or
2: Upya.
1: Uh, I was up. Yeah. I think was I'm going to
2: say up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have think not that's seen it. How so
1: it was, Oh, it's
2: intense. Yeah. It, it packs a lot into three minutes. Yeah. Which is super impressive.
1: Yeah. I will say this is, it's a short that I, I think about often um, and I'm always amazed when I'm reminded that it's three minutes long and there's, that much to think about from it um yeah it's deep it's intense and boof yeah you're gonna, you're gonna you're gonna think about it yeah well. i'm
2: always impressed by the the shorts uh and the filmmakers who who make films that can tell a complete satisfying story in a micro amount of time and yeah. this yeah this is it's really good
0: it's shorter than most music videos it's three minutes it's really yeah. wild mm-hmm. you yeah. can squeeze that in Following that, we have the uh, Tripophobic's favorite short of the year. Oh, <laughs>
1: um,
2: I, I feel like this is the short that most unsettled of the Anomaly team. I feel like the comments to this one after people screened it, this one freaked people out. Yeah, this one got a
0: lot of people, me included. Um,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, same.
0: it it's uh it's a tough watch it's it's 14 minutes um but there's an amount of of suspense and dread that it it carries from start to finish that um yeah it's another one that'll uh, it'll stick to you it'll stick to your Mm -hmm. ribs a bit Mm -hmm. uh is this a bad place to say holy cow
1: (laughs) 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 i feel like i had to it up a bit. best place to say it yeah <laughs> i'm doing <I'm gonna> to lie.
0: <laughs> thank you adam thank you dan thank you for humoring me we support you <laughs> that's why i love you guys <laughs> following that they see you did we see they see, Wait, they see. <laughs> <laughs> a woman shares an important
2: find with their sister
1: oh oh yeah, yeah this yeah. is <clears throat>
2: oh yeah uh I say almost invasion of the body snatchers esque. Um, yeah. Sort of doubting loved ones and what th- th- is behind their actions.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Some, some body snatcher vibes. Some thing. Sorry. Some the thing <laughs> that's hard to say I, I was just gonna
0: say yeah for, for fans of the thing this might be up your alley
1: yeah yeah it's good and really great representation of that one too like yeah that's really, really really well done and not not there for the sake of being there which is what's awesome to see
0: following that we have shut cool. the uh yeah. the dutch uh short about uh, a man <clears throat> visiting his, his elderly father
1: Yeah, I feel like these are these are two that are really good back to back. again, there's a lot of that doubting of of a loved one um, dealing with um, the uh, uh, decline of uh, of an aging parent. Um,
2: yeah, yeah, I feel like both of these are good at taking those sort of real life anxieties and fears and giving them sort of a, either a supernatural or a creepy twist, Mm -hmm. um, that, that works really well. Yeah.
0: This one definitely hits home and, and and takes it in a a different direction. If you've ever had a a family member kind of going through that Mm -hmm. sort of end of life, um, decline, I guess. Yeah. Um, it's it's very well done and then and then we kind of uh brighten up the house a little bit uh with limelight uh made by some students at rit uh oh. it's a, a game show host goes through an existential crisis is the log line that we have on that um it's a fun little uh, little short it's great i have a good yeah. time with that one um it's kind of this is your afterlife, I guess is the best way to put that one, maybe.
2: Yeah, definitely. It's a good way to put it.
0: Following that, am I allowed to say this is my favorite short in the festival?
2: Um, cause I, 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 I think just, you're allowed. I, I mean, you were. I think you you sat us down and maybe like, may, have you watched this yet? When it came in through film freeway, like we're gonna watch it right now. Yeah, yeah. It, it's
1: yeah. You did make us watch it after another screener. I, I, <laughs> like I, we I, all I, watched a feature film, and then you were like, "Don't leave, pull it up right now."
0: Two things here. This is what we ask our audiences to do every show. So I, I just want to set that there. It's just reversed. Number two, just to defend myself. um <laughs>
1: All right. Point so, taken.
0: It's a real ordeal <laughs> to have to sit and watch a short and a feature. By the way, folks.
1: <laughs> I should have clarified that it's not normally what we do whilst screening these. Uh, I'm just but Point taken.
0: I'm just funning you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a rare thing where I'm like, "Hey guys, you have to watch this right now." Um mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was very much my my uh Melvin Berry moment for, for Anomaly. I was like, <laughs> you guys have to listen to this. So yeah, it's uh, MeTube 3. August su- sings Una furtiva Lagrima. Um, I don't know if I pronounced that correctly. I probably didn't because I'm an uncultured swine. Uh, what I do know <laughs> is that I enjoy opera when it's uh, coupled with the most bugfuck fuck visual, visuals I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, mm-hmm. It takes uh, kind of a, a dramatic, uh, Dan, you're more cultured than I. Uh, what would, <laughs> is, this, is this an aria? Is that what this would be? Uh, I, mean, I mean, they perform an aria, okay. I, yeah. yeah. So they take a, a, an aria um, and make this very bizarre sci-fi Love triangle, abstract. It's it's bonkers. Um, I don't really yeah. know how much more I could say about it, other than: Do you like rockets? Do you like laser beams? Do you like latex luchador masks? Do you like <laughs> opera? who doesn't? Do you like opera? It's
2: all in there. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the best thing I could say about this is after the lead up of you seeing, like, you you have to watch this right now. It's amazing. It did not disappoint.
1: Not not at all. No.
0: Thank you for humoring me, guys. Like, <laughs> I try not to take my friends hostage at any given point, and I feel like
1: I kind of <laughs> did.
2: It's so, sometimes you have to, and it's, and it's worth it.
1: You were so excited, so <laughs> I, we were excited. Clearly it worked, because now we're unleashing it to the world.
2: That's right.
0: Yeah. That's uh, right. Following that, Break Any Spell, um, one of our, our, our fantasy entries in the festival this year, uh, yeah. to a point um what do we want to say about break any spell
1: um i know this is it's a really it's a it's a i mean it's a sweet but heartbreaking fantasy yeah. story about uh i'm I mean, right? but again the decline of a parent uh but you know a, a a younger parent-child relationship uh dealing with uh you know the onset of dementia but how um larping uh plays a role in in the daughter kind of finding an escape um and finding a way to connect with her mother through that it's i mean it's yeah. obviously it's very sad uh, i mean it's, yeah. it's, it's it's a daughter dealing with her mother's dementia but um yeah but also,
2: it's yeah it's, it's really sweet but i, I wouldn't i wouldn't yeah. it's not it's not bleak there's there's a hopefulness to it
1: for sure yeah yeah, yeah there's a lot of heart in it it's really yeah it's a good, It's it's a really good story. Very well told.
0: Following that, we have a, another short about a, a parent-child relationship. Uh, what a harvest!
1: And what a juxtaposition!
0: <laughs>
2: it really does take a swing there, eh? <laughs> I feel like is what a shorts program is all about. Like you get a little bit of everything.
1: It's what I love about it. Yeah.
2: It
0: is very much a, uh, I don't want to say Golden Corral, but maybe a, a China buffet of, of shorts programs to, to go with the food metaphor, <laughs> where you get a little bit of everything, you know it's going to be good. Um, this one is, is no exception. It's um, just a dad trying to make sure his daughter is, is eating right and doing well for herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And it kind of goes awry, I guess. Mm, yeah. A
1: little bit. Yeah. But uh, just, just, you know. just a touch. Best yep. Best of intentions.
0: Yeah. Um familiar face in this one is uh, the lead lead actor uh, Demores Brown. If you are a fan of the, the show Drunk History, he pops up quite often in that. Mm-hmm. Um, LA improv actor, he he does that. He was also on the Harmontown podcast quite often. Uh yeah, and he is uh, fantastic as the dad who's just trying to do his best by his daughter. And maybe also you know, feeds her some questionable meals. <laughs> <laughs>
2: mm. <coughs> maybe.
0: Speaking of questionable meals, <laughs> our next short is the, the my, best title in the lineup this year. I yeah. would, I would argue the best title we've had in four
1: years because it's maybe the best title ever. Uh, arguably,
0: arguably, if you can tell me something different at anomaly film fest, uh, tell me a better title than this short. Every time we meet for ice cream, your whole fucking face explodes.
1: Yeah,
0: and I love you, it. Oh, so good! You know yeah. what? For something with that kind of title, this is just such a sweet little short. Mm-hmm. It's so lovely.
1: It is because it's
2: it is it's adorable. There's no other like, way to put it.
1: What a great title! This is going to be a great short, and then it's even better than that. It I, it's got. I, the friggin colors in this are like, oh man! It's like it's beautiful to look at. It's sweet. It's kind of gross. It's fantastic.
2: You Again, I want in life very much. Anomaly. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> kind of gross. Yeah, and amazing to look at.
1: And you mean well, but it's kind of gross. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm gonna keep watching it. <laughs>
0: The colors are fun. There's something horrific, but it's very sweet.
1: <sighs> it's so great.
0: Yeah. It's, it's so great. It's so much fun. Also, you get to walk out and say, I just saw a film called Every Time We Meet for Ice Cream, your whole fucking face explodes. And mm-hmm. what is
2: better than that? Who wouldn't love that?
1: <laughs> Seriously.
0: And then we close out the shorts program with The Unusualist. Um What do you want to say about the Unusualist?
1: Y'all, it's a blast.
2: Uh. It's uh paranormal spookiness, but also hilarious. yeah. Uh, yeah. It's very much
1: documentary esque. Yeah.
0: It's very much in the vein of like in search of or those seventies like vaguely documentary paranormal TV shows that you'd have. Um you know, usually it was somebody like Leonard Nimoy or or like mm-hmm. someone else from the Star Trek cast uh hosting <laughs> uh these these you know uh, jonathan Frakes, i think did one in the 90s didn't he Uh, he did yeah
1: i was just talking about this with someone recently i can't remember what it was called
0: beyond belief oh i'm with you i watched all these things i loved them and that's why i really enjoyed the usual the unusual list um stars matt gorley of uh the super ego podcast uh formerly of the vw ads uh, a couple of years ago, it's pretty much the only real like TV exposure he's had. Also, Jeremy Carter uh, from Super Ego Shunt McGuppin. Uh, if you're a podcast person, um, and it's uh, it's a really interesting, fun little paranormal comedy about real people who have kind of run into some some weird things in their lives, and and kind of like a, a interview slash reenactment of those things. Um, Seems like it might be aiming to be a TV show at some point, and if it is, I'm going to watch every episode. Oh,
1: absolutely! I would watch the hell yeah. out of that. We I, we would have a weekly watching party for that. Absolutely, it'd be so much fun.
0: If there's any justice yeah. in the world, that's what will happen, and, and Gorley will be the next uh, next Matt Perry. Yes.
2: Um, Yeah. It's just yeah, got an amazing deadpan sense of humor that. Uh, yeah, it's just so, so good. <laughs>
0: Oh, that—that's the—he's the the sidekick on the Conan O'Brien podcast. That's where everybody would know him from currently. So, if you ever see a clip from the Conan O'Brien podcast with that kind of nebushy-looking dude, that's Matt (laughs) Gorley. The one that's not Conan or his assistant—that's (laughs) Corley. It's great. Moving on from there, uh, November fifth again. This is Saturday. uh, If you're scoring at home, uh, two p.m. The Antares Paradox uh, sci-fi film. We're, uh, we're two sci-fi films into the festival now, which is, I I think the most we've had. Um, but this one's a little different. Um,
2: what do we want? How do we want to describe it? Um, this one is, yeah, kind of straddles the line between sci-fi and just, uh, drama. Um, it's kind of an emotional story. Um, about a woman who sort of has spent her life searching for extraterrestrial life and the night when it seems that she may have made the discovery of a lifetime um she gets pulled into a family crisis and sort of has to choose between um her dreams and the obsession that sort of has has fueled her entire life and the family who needs her and i feel like that's something a lot of us can relate to sort of the <laughs> the work-life balance at its core like what what do you if we have where, what choices do you make when it comes down to it and it's yeah it's a sweet story and it's emotional um yeah this is different than i feel like anything we've shown before
1: mm-hmm.
2: i'm excited for people to see this one
0: it's uh, it's science fiction in in the classic sci-fi uh, definition, right? It's more of a a Ray Bradbury style science fiction rather than yeah, the, like definitely the current like Roland Emmerich sci-fi where it's you know a, a giant rocket blowing down you know the, the Sydney Opera House. Um, it, it's it's sci-fi that's more about the the humans involved rather than than the uh, the big you know e-ticket ride explosions and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. All right. Uh, November fifth, continuing at four thirty p.m. Our documentary this year uh, features our our favorite uh, homicidal maniac killer doll, I guess. Uh, Chucky, he's
2: my
1: it, favorite. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: I don't know how many are on that list. I was gonna say Tim Thomerson is doll man, but he's not really homicidal. He's just kind of weird. Um, but <laughs> sorry, Charlie Band. I just <laughs> when there's a when there's a Living with Doll Man documentary, maybe we'll show that. But this year it's uh it's Living with Chucky at four thirty p.m. on November fifth. Um, kind of takes us behind the scenes of what's really become a, a franchise that's run almost our entire lives, right?
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, basically. There's
0: how many of those movies
1: have there been, like?
0: six or seven i think
2: seven. I six, six. Oh, maybe it is uh, i guess it also depends on if you count the the offshoot one the the most recent uh, the, version
0: oh yeah the do, do, does that count was was
2: i generally don't count that one. <laughs> was don mancini involved it. in that one no no which is why yeah i kind of it's the the black sheep of that series, the one we don't speak of
0: glad for Mark Um, Hamill to get the work. But other than that,
2: but yeah, I've, I have always loved the child's play series. I feel like it's done so many on paper bananas things throughout its entire run. And somehow it all has tied together and worked. And that's because of, of uh, uh, Don Mancini sort of being behind everything from, uh, day one and sort of keep being very protective of his creation. And this, that's what this documentary is sort of about. It's the fact that a lot of the creatives behind the series have been with it since the beginning and they've sort of formed this, this family. And so for yeah, a documentary about, you know, a slasher icon, it's really sweet. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's really touching. And to see the love these people have for, what they've made and for each other is, is very touching. And yeah, I, I I love this movie. It's such an interesting
0: through line that I'm noticing as we talk about these films this year, uh, we're we're saying the word sweet a lot. Um, Just to take a moment to talk about that. Like, I feel like there's, there's a through line, not through all of them. I'm sure we'll come to a couple in a minute that don't share that. Um, One in particular, I'm thinking of on Sunday afternoon. Um, but it feels like there's a through line where there there's almost like this this heart and this you know, I don't know how you say it because it's part of the the horror thing and the part of the genre thing where you're kind of recognizing the, the human condition right and kind of mm-hmm. kind of yeah, recognizing I, that there there is this love behind what can be some pretty horrific things.
2: And I feel like the current state of things. I feel like that has resulted in sort of this opposite ends of the spectrum to a lot of what we show, like the really sweet, like touching emotional stories that people are kind of working through stuff and the sort of darker things that mm-hmm. is also people working through things that are currently happening. Yeah. And I feel like yeah, that's a result of yeah, the the times we are living in. And you're mm-hmm. sort of seeing that reflected in the films that that we're getting and we're showing to the audiences.
0: I agree. I the thing I I kind of really like in and this is probably just an aside, but like it doesn't ever swing into the the nihilism that I feel like is so easy to get involved in mm-hmm. and that I see in a lot of the films out there right now. Yeah. Um, at, at least as far as my estimation, you can kind of correct me, but I feel like we, we never yeah. in this in this lineup, there, there's always a little bit of of warmth or, or something there. You know, that's not just completely we're all doomed. We're all, you know hurtling into the sun which is an easy thing to fall into in uh, in a climate like we have right now yeah um for sure so yeah um going from there uh, another favorite um title of mine th- this weekend is uh eight <laughs> o'clock p.m on november 5th it's satanic hispanics um our our second anthology of the weekend um mm-hmm. and if you're a fan of of the creep show films or um you know a Scare Package possibly is another one more recent. Um possibly the, the VHS's. I think that there's a filmmaker that's shared in here with, with the most recent VHS or the one prior. Um it's a uh it's it's a collection of, of five different shorts, uh, all by um indie horror filmmakers, all of them um all of them Hispanic. Uh Gigi Saul Guerrero is involved, Mike Mendez of Eight Legged Freaks, um who else is in here? Um, I mean, Gigi just made bingo hell, which was one of my favorite movies of last year. Um, and and she puts together a really tremendous, again, folk horror, uh, short in this that I I think is great.
2: Yeah. Uh, Eduardo Sanchez is also in there. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Damon Runya, Right. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: So it's, I feel like I've talked on forever about this one. Anybody else want to jump in and and talk about this?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, I, for me, I think this is a, it's a, it's a really solid anthology, um, in a way that, uh, kind of ties, ties all the stories together in a satisfying way, um, you know it's not just an anthology for the sake of making an anthology um that's loosely tied together it's it's got a through line where there's kind of a central story with that these smaller stories kind of take place around um and there's you know some really unexpected enjoyable outcomes it
0: it runs the gamut kind of genre wise, as far as, mm-hmm. as horror is concerned, because there's a, a full core segment, kind of a, a paranormal segment. There's horror comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's uh, pretty much if, if there's a genre of horror you enjoy, it's included in this film. Uh, the only one I don't think is in there. I don't recall. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think there's a found uh, found footage one, but everything else uh, is is pretty much in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's accurate and uh yeah it's great there's a lot of familiar faces that you'll see pop up here and there there's some folks that you'll see pop up you're like where have i seen him before and when you realize who that is you go oh goddamn, that's who that was Uh um yeah it's it's a lot of fun um start to finish it's our it's our saturday night 8 p.m feature and it's a good saturday night movie um i think it's uh it's a blast
2: yeah, based on the reaction of the, the programming team, I think this is yeah going to be a, a crowd-pleaser. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so.
0: All right. That, that is the end of our Saturday lineup. So following that, uh, I think we've got an event happening. Stay tuned at anomalyfilmfest.com for, for details on that if you want to come hang out with us. Uh, talk about what you've seen over the past three days. I do want to talk really quickly about our, our shorts here. We've got Lethalogica, Lethalogica running ahead of Satanic Hispanics, which is uh, 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 lethal attraction-esque, I guess. Ooh, yeah. To an extent. I like that. Yeah. Lethal
1: attraction. Modern
0: yeah. lethal attraction. Uh,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. We've got the Fuzzies running ahead of... Uh, Living with Chucky, which I feel like is a very inspired combination. Way to go to uh, to the scheduling folks. Adam, way to go. Um, for putting those two together. Um, that one's pretty fun. And uh, Freelance uh, is running ahead of the Antares Paradox. Um, and I believe, it, am I right, the director is local or was local at one point?
2: Uh, yeah, a Rochester native. Rochester, no longer yeah. in the area, but um, yeah, still has a lot of local ties and um, has made some some films in the area as well. So, uh, Mike Urbino
0: definitely want to want to recognize those shorts too because they're they're all a blast and they they really I we I I remember in past years we use a phrase and it's culinary in some kind of way uh, was it a moose boosh I feel like we've used that a lot in the past um, I feel like they're they're all perfectly kind of paired with the, the features to give you the the right mindset and uh, really make it a a fun night out or a fun fun couple hours mm-hmm. um so again, our scheduling folks, Adam and matt uh are fantastic at, at at pairing these things and making sure that they're they're cohesive experiences for everybody. so shout out to them <laughs> uh moving on to <laughs> <laughs> this is partially a preview show and also the way I just uh completely give all the props to, to Adam for all the hard work he does This is, <laughs> and the nice thing is in reality Adam is the most, most humble human being in the world and will run away when you start to try to compliment him like this so I know he's he's captive so this is what I'm going to do is, is make sure he can't <laughs> run away well, I just, the
2: urge is there trust me mercilessly complimented
1: <laughs> oh no where'd he go <laughs>
0: Moving on to Sunday morning, uh, we'll let you sleep in a little bit. 10.15 in the morning, we start with The Jessica Cabin. Um, it's a ghost story. It's paranormal. Um, and what else do we want to say about it?
1: Ah, it's so good. Y'all, this is, this is one of my favorites. Yeah. Um. That we screen. It, uh, yeah, that it's a paranormal story. It's a story about wanting to belong. It's a story about. It's a love story. It's. So much going for it.
2: And about when to let go of things.
1: Yeah. Mm. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I think it's one of those really indie, but so clever um and smart mm-hmm. um that yeah it's yeah i agree yeah i think this is another one that um had a lot of love from the the programming team when we saw this yeah like, yeah
1: yeah it's really great it's a good way to start your sunday I yeah agree. and then coffee donuts in the jessica cabin who doesn't
0: what love more could that? you want who doesn't love that at one p.m., we've got. Uh, I guess I would call this the movie to bring your dad to. Um,
1: <laughs> oh my god, it's so true! <laughs>
0: <laughs> if if you're an anomaly uh, festival attendee, and you 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 know you, you like to talk about it because you have such a good time, like we do. Um, and you tell your parents, man, I keep going to this film festival. You should really come check it out. And you're looking for a movie to to check out with your dad. Hunt is probably the one for you. Uh, South Korean, uh, kind of a, a, a cat and mouse spy film, action. It doesn't really pull any punches. Um, it's kind of, I, in in amped up warts and all version of like a, a born identity or, or James Bond film. Is that fair to say?
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, Uh. for sure. Um, yeah, this is some amazing action and yeah, got a lot of spy shenanigans. Um, if you like sort of espionage stories, um, and this is one that sort of delves into, uh, both, the, the exciting side and the darker more unsettling side of of what espionage in, entails in the the real world um yeah and again the action is amazing uh, this is the the feature uh, directorial debut of Lee jeong of Squid Game um and he yeah it's a super exciting su- thrilling story
0: I, I have not seen this one yet. I'm super looking forward to seeing it because I, I think it's going to be, it's a perfect Sunday afternoon movie, perfect Sunday afternoon film. It's its the sort of thing that, uh, that you could sit down and really, really kind of sink your teeth into. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Um. Following that at 4.15 is The Harbinger.
1: The Harbinger. It's such a great title. Like, it is. Ah, oh, great. Really, really, it just sets the tone for you. Um. yeah so this i mean this is i well I, I mean i feel like we should say right off the bat that this is uh uh so wait the director is are they still located in binghamton i mean it was shot in yeah it was he's, he's not
2: area. from the area but they came in to shoot this right, movie, right it was shot right, right, in binghamton um andy mitten um is the the filmmaker writer director um and yeah it was shot uh nearby yeah uh um,
1: which I, you know, again, I mean, we, we love when we can promote something that's local, um, or local ish. Um, yeah, and I know, you know a lot, lot, lot of local of, people worked. Like I say, on, a lot of on, Rochester
2: crew was involved in the production.
1: Yeah, which is super awesome. Um, I like that, and you know, it's again, it's a story that it take it takes place in you know the early stages of our current and ongoing pandemic, because. Um, because it's not over, everybody. Um, and, uh, but really it turns it into a story of you're trying to figure out who we are and you know what happens when we're no longer here and what we leave behind and, um, cool. and kind of reaching out to people when in need and, and and how to do it and when to do it and and who to turn to. Um, yeah, it's a fascinating story. Yeah, um,
2: it's, yeah, it's a, a horror movie that sort of, yeah, has a lot of, of real-world touch points, um, mm-hmm. sort of uses that as a springboard um, to, to tackle some some interesting ideas and themes and while also being completely terrifying a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And I also should note that it is, yeah, um, there's been a lot of buzz around this one. The upcoming issue of Rue has the harbinger on the cover with the... Oh. the so it's the creature villain of this piece is oh, wow. the cover star of their upcoming issue in November. Um, interview with with the filmmaker and that as well. Um, and so I feel like this is one people are going to be talking about.
0: I saw it just sold out at Telluride too. So no no pressure, Rochester. But <laughs> <laughs> Telluride filled the theater. And and finally, sadly, finally but not least. Um, six, uh, November 6th, 7. PM Leonora will never die. Uh, Filipino action, dramedy, parenthetical, musical fantasy, fantasy. It's
2: a little meta. bit of everything in there.
0: Yeah. It, it is. If I may, it is the, the perfect encapsulation of the 2022 anomaly film festival. Um, there's sweetness there's action there there's love there's loss there it's i i feel like there's so much packed into 99 minutes um that it's um it's hard to hard to really describe um this is i'm gonna say it again this is one of my favorite features of the year uh and one i I was thinking about pretty often after we saw it Mm -hmm. um it's wonderful for, for a lot of reasons. And, and if Hunt was the one to take your, your dad to, this is probably the one to bring your mom to, I think, if we were to say that. Um, cause there's a lot of, uh, it's, it's a very familial film. It's kind of, it's again, kind of dealing with, you know, the, the, the twilight years and, and, and how to deal with, with your parents and, and your parents kind of reliving their glory days
2: and, and
0: what else do we want to say about it? Uh,
2: it's also, I think, it's a ton of fun. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, about a retired filmmaker who um, gets sort of bonked down the head by a falling television and um, ends, ends up in a Kona, but it finds herself lost inside the world of one of her, of her unfinished screenplays. She used to uh, make a living writing action movies throughout, like, the, the 80s. So there's a lot of uh homages to uh filipino action films which i mean that alone should sell you it's and the yeah. recreations of those movies are just impeccably done they're so good they're so much fun to watch
1: yeah it looks fantastic like they they really nailed the recreations and the look and the feel of everything um yeah without without poking fun at it um
0: yeah, no. So it's, it's no, yes, yeah, the it, sweet
1: story, and it's also a love story to the 80s action um in Filipino culture. They're... And it's Yeah, like it's sweet and it's sad, but it's also a lot of freaking fun. Um and it's funny and it's touching and it's yeah, yeah, and every emotion it's, you experienced in the first twelve programs are all rolled into just this one.
2: Yeah, and it's sort of a a love letter to movies themselves mm-hmm. and what, what they can do for us and yeah. what we get out of them.
1: Yeah. It's really we'll fantastic. Yeah. I mean, and like the it. actress in the lead as Lenore is she's so like, she's so good. She's yeah. She's so good uh, yeah. in this. Like you feel for her and then you're mad at her and then you feel for her again. And then she's like <laughs> kind of blowing your mind running around and chasing people down and she's hiding and she's a spy and oh, it's so great.
2: Yeah, and it, it felt like a, a good way to close out this year's festival
1: mm-hmm.
2: it,
0: it really is the perfect capstone for it it, it kind of it, especially if you've had the experience for those t- um what what are we calling our, our folks that, that get through every screening I, I don't want to call them iron people um <laughs>
1: <laughs> can we like our anomalites can we, dedicated Uh,
0: spuds can we call it that some of our
1: our (laughs) dedicated spuds can now absolutely uh,
0: that have made it through every program i think you'll walk out and feel a a certain amount of fulfillment having it all pulled together there's a a closure to it if this is the only show you make it to that's fine too that's cool because this this
1: It, it, we will always welcome you with open arms. Yeah,
0: but it also it's it speaks to the just being a person. It's it's the human yeah. experience. It's being an adult and, and and one that really loves films. And that's that's what we're all about, I guess. Not always the adult part, God forbid. Um, Very but, rarely. But the love of no. films part is is what we're
1: all about. Yeah, that we got down. <laughs> And like i gotta make my mortgage payment that's about as grown up as i get
0: yeah it's, mm. it's definitely a 73 yeah.
1: <laughs> he says while well, sitting next to his baby yoda and yeah. <laughs> alvin and the chipmunks dolls
0: <laughs> just a bunch of children trying not to get foreclosed
1: on <laughs> that really like movies. i mean kind of yeah <laughs> but Oh yeah. my God, that's the perfect parallel to this film. <laughs> it kind of is, right? <laughs> Try not to get foreclosed on.
0: <laughs> the more I talk about this film, I'm like, oh, the more mm. this really just kind of speaks to the heart of our, our whole situation here. This is, yeah.
1: Yeah. So watch out for falling TVs, guys. Oof. Yeah. I'm not walking by any open
0: windows anytime <laughs> soon. Thank God it's fall. <laughs> Autumn, I should say, not fall. Let me correct myself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And if you happen to come to Lenore, you can stay and hang out and talk about it over uh, over some delicious pizza pie with us out in the lobby. Mm-hmm. And that is yeah. how, how we we, we close this year's fil- film festival, as we have in years past. Just hanging it's out. It's a, a,
2: tra- a tradition that started last year that I think we'll be keeping because, yeah, it yeah. was mm-hmm. a good time. Tradition unlike any
0: other. Hanging out in the lobby with all your new friends, chowing down on pizza and talking about the, the past four days of, of cinematic chaos that you... you you witnessed uh it's the anomaly film festival it's november 3rd through the 6th at the little theater rochester new york anomalyfilmfest.com i hope you have your passes already if you don't what are you waiting for they're they're waiting for you it, it, i know it's a busy weekend if you can't make it all weekend individual tickets are on sale too i i can almost guarantee if you're listening to this podcast you're gonna like at least three of the films that we're showing more than likely all of them
1: i mean it's just science it is right. Maybe I don't know. Maybe.
0: Any other? Any other final thoughts as we go into the fest, as we uh, as we prepare for two weeks of near sleepless nights and and nonstop entertaining.
1: I mean, I'm just excited to see everybody. Again, that has come in the yeah. past and show you all the new stuff we found this year.
2: That's so, yeah. Come come watch movies with us. Yeah.
1: yeah. Movies, movies. And this year everything is in one building.
0: That's right. If you're with us yeah. last year,
1: you oh. don't have to change buildings after after we get started. Everything takes place yeah, in, in little one. One place. Super we set exciting. up camp and stay there. Yeah, the can't out this year.
0: <laughs> We're in the beautiful little one out in front mm-hmm. on East Avenue with that gorgeous uh, marquee that I, I hear tell that we've got some really cool marquee animations going up on. We're going to really <laughs> fucking blow it out because it's it's our it's our time to shine. It's the Anomaly Film Festival. We can't do it without you. So please make sure you come. It's AnomalyFilmFest.com. Um, check out our socials for more more details, more information. Um, the night before Anomaly starts, if you want, go to CurateMeals.com. Uh, pick up a, a mystery meal. I, I say that kind of tongue in cheek. It's, uh, it's a it's a a meal for two curated by our good friend uh, Chris Lindstrom from Food About Town. Uh, he goes around town finding um, the best food from from restaurants you more than likely haven't been to. Puts together a, a fantastic uh, meal for two out of that. Um, we'll be there at pickup for you to to kind of suggest a movie to accompany your film or. To, to meal movie to <laughs> movie to meal anyway eat good food watch good movies prepare yourself for the the, the 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 unparalleled cinematic experience that is the anomaly film festival the day after um november 3rd through the 6th how was that
1: i mean i loved it so. cool. perfect Woo-hoo! i'm gonna go eat a film cool
0: <laughs> go eat a film everybody <laughs> We love you. We we can't wait to see your, your smiling faces for most of these things, probably a couple perplexed faces here and there, but mostly on us. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see you next week at this time. Thanks everybody. Bye. Bye. If you want to learn more about Rochester and Buffalo's wide range of diverse cuisines, nominate meals might be for you. The fun part is you have no idea what you're going to get until you pick your meal up at one of our fantastic events. All you have to do is go to nominatemeals.com and order a meal for two for $40 that features dishes from one small, typically minority-owned restaurant. We run events at Three Heads Brewing, Fatty Beer Company in the neighborhood of Play, and also Nowhere Lounge in Buffalo. We offer drink pairings for sale that pair with each dish for that night, which really adds to the experience. Go to nominatemeals.com to order your meal for an upcoming event and join the nomination.